0: All right, we are live for the Friday edition of the Mike and Mario Show, and uh, excited to be back. It's been too long, but here we are nevertheless. But Mario, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Yeah, I'm doing fine, Mike. And you, uh, some people have thought, oh, what's happened to you guys? <laughs> and, uh,
0: nothing, just uh, to, uh, conflicting schedules. Yeah, yeah. Same here, man. So I was reading through the comments. People were like, well, where's the Mike and Mario? I'm like, it's coming, man. It's, it's been it's <laughs> predominantly my fault, so I apologize for those that were... I wonder what happened, but uh, we're trying to get back on track. Definitely heading into the summer, lots of uh, interesting and um, entertaining things yet, yeah, to say the least. But uh, so I-, I just want to jump right into it, Mario. Um, I had a whole, we had a whole list of things that we were going to touch on for sure. But one thing I want to make sure I bring up is that uh, I'm going to show you this chart real quick, and just uh, we'll just talk our way through it. But it has a lot to do with current events that are unfolded in real time. So as I bring this up here. As you can see here, something I'm not sure. I'm, I, you know, I'm not sure the full details of it, but at around eleven seventeen, something something happened out here in the monetary atmosphere, which led gold and silver, of course, to take a little bit of a spike. And I, I think it has something to do with the with this information that was given saying that federal Fed FedPO policy rate may not have to rise as far as otherwise do to tighten bank credit conditions and so is that uh, an admission of defeat or is that is is he hinting at the fact that they have to begin to admit that things are not as hunky-dory as they would like for the world to believe to where they may not necessarily be hiking as much as they intend on or what what are you thinking well i think he's giving a speech somewhere and at the same time he said that the
1: u.s banking system is uh safe and sound (laughs) but at the same time now it seems to me this is a pivot he's saying uh the banks are are, you know that he can't ignore that um the the banks and uh we saw in march that uh he he undid most of the qt uh back in march yes of course the balance sheet has shrunk since then so yeah it's almost like an admission that uh things are not well and I think if things get worse with the banks, um, we could see, uh, you know, him get even more dovish. And what's interesting is you would expect the stock market to rally on mm-hmm. the back of that, that they won't raise rates more. But it's actually down here. The Dow is down 120, which isn't that much in the scheme of things. But uh, uh, I think the market is also saying to itself, wait, wait a second, uh, Things are not as well if
0: Pound's saying that. Right. And then to make it, uh, to to go even deeper into it, here's uh, some information that I uh, saw someone post and it happens to be around the probabilities uh, for a June 14th, a Fed meeting, the actual chance of them actually hiking was prior to this statement was about 80% or so. And as of right now, (laughs) it's about a 19 or so percent give or take. And so just within that short time frame, there's been some changes, some people reconsidering some things. And so we'll see. But once again, the damage has already been done just because everything is always a lagging indicator. So we haven't really begun to see the repercussions from the previous hikes before. So uh, the credit market, I I haven't followed it too much. That's beyond my wheelhouse. But I'd imagine due to the continuous bank concerns, uh, there's not as much uh, uh, there's not as many banks willing to lend willy nilly like they have in prior years. And so that right there is causing his issues. And of course we got oh, the yeah. real estate and yada, yada, yada. So yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I think a lot of the banks, you know, and uh, Savers as well, moving their money away from the smaller regional banks, they're putting into money market funds. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, it's interesting. And uh, we also just saw a tweet from CNBC mm-hmm. uh, to do with the debt ceiling negotiations. That uh, the Republicans have walked out of the White House because uh, you know they they couldn't uh, come to uh, some kind of I forgot what exactly what uh, they said. Let's see here. Uh, Republicans walk out of debt ceiling talks uh, say White House isn't isn't being reasonable so you've got that little problem as well we, we saw that the uh the feds uh, not the feds but the treasury's uh, account is shrinking i think it's down to almost like 50 billion dollars and, and i think a few days ago or a week ago they they had to uh to give the fdic 40 billion why did they give 40 billion to the fdic well because the fdic is trying to uh bail out banks so this is all
0: getting really uh interesting it's starting to, it's the, the 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 nervousness and just the, the 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 I say more so the calm before the main storm is underway, and I was using the other day during one of my rants calling the perfect storm where we have the debt ceiling issue, which I've, I've been saying for several months, weeks now, is that something different is something different about this one, when you have the Jamie Dimon, the bankers, even Wall Street talking about people need to diversify just in case there's you know a debt issue. Then you got the banking situation, which they're trying to push it under the rug as best they can. But it's hard because as Powell's admitting, the credit market is also impacted by that as well. And then we have the uh, commercial bank, not the commercial bank, but our our border crisis here as well at at the same time. So it's a lot of things unfolding, which none of it ends well, like none of this can end well. There's no solution to any of this really without there being pain. So pain is inevitable. But here we are.
1: (laughs) And I see that uh, the G7 there in Hiroshima yeah. You know, a, a city that the Americans nuked uh, back in 1945. Yeah. And uh, and they're talking about uh, helping, you know, the Ukraine even more. So, you know, <laughs> even the UK. So, so the fact uh, that
0: Biden tells G7 allies for the U.S. will support joint F-16 training efforts in Ukraine. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Putin say that, you know, if they send certain types of military weaponry then that's like that line so we'll find yeah. out what his line is but well i
1: i was reading as well that uh, the ukrainians they want actually more f-16s uh biden is talking about training uh you know uh pilots i guess for f-16s mm-hmm. so will that be enough i don't know it seems to me that uh, that's a whole another, uh you know another uh thing that's happening yeah. And it could be a a distraction away from the fact as well that I think Republican uh, representative is it Marjorie Green? She issued articles of impeachment yesterday for uh, for the Biden administration. I I would have thought that would be all in the news, but uh, not much coverage of that.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play into that. Just like uh, we had the uh, Hunter Biden situation with the biden family a week ago mm. whatever families getting money from all type of foreign entities but it got swept under the rug twitter files came out got swept under the rug and so that, that even that video clip you sent me uh of the, of the gentleman testifying uh before the committee talking about the fbi and how you know like everybody knows that you just just, just certain things you don't do and you like he's like the government to come after you the fbi come after you so i'm thinking like wow like if a guy can testify saying that even he's he's scared of his own government because they'll come after him. I'm like, well, who's supposed to, you know, like police them and so who's, how, who oversees who guards, them that we can trust?
1: Who guards who guards the guards?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And so it just basically shows that all the government agencies right now are really, really trying to cramp down on social media. And of course, they're using they're leveraging, they're leveraging that whole uh chat GPT. You know, they're about to start collaborating with all types of stuff with that. So it's about to get very interesting out here, man. But on, t- on top of that, while the Western Hemisphere is going through their issues, we got uh, the, the Middle East with the Arab Leagues is uniting right now. And that right there to me says a lot just because we have been, they, they've always used proxy wars and division in that area to make them countries go against each other. But now they've decided to kick out Western influence and unite. And with Assad now and Saudi, is like, okay, what are they talking about? What type of deals, what type of negotiations are they working towards will be the big question. So uh, let me get some yeah. articles up here. But go yeah, ahead. What I are your thoughts that. on that? Um,
1: I don't even know if they want to throw out Western influence. Maybe they do, but uh, they, they also want to be friends with each other because uh, if you're bickering with each other, it's much easier for the West to control them. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's very interesting that Assad now, he's – He's gone to the Arab League uh, Arab League meeting, I think Arab Summit for the first time in twelve years, you know. And uh, yeah, I I retweeted that the neocons bite the dust again, you know. And the neocons are the same people that are uh, have gone into uh, that have fomented this war in in Mm -hmm. Ukraine because (laughs) they fomented the coup in twenty fourteen in the Ukraine, and that's what's uh, it's a culmination of that policy but it uh, in uh, syria assad asked uh russia for help and the mm-hmm. russians helping and if it hadn't been for for russia
0: assad wouldn't be uh, at this um uh, arab uh summit yeah it's sad to say assad would have had the fate of his other middle eastern counterparts and yeah, Sadat- and Sadat- Hussein. Right. Yeah. so he would have had a very short lifespan overall but yet again I think the, the, the continuous merger of the southern block, south southern block, as they call it, with the BRICS, Russia, and all stuff like that—you know—something's brewing, and clock is ticking, and it's it's getting louder now. And so, just mm. to show you, like a lot of things, I've been paying attention to uh, when you when you get get articles like this. So here's just a headline. You know, it's minor in nature, but then again, it, it's just one one nail after the next. And so it says, Iraq bans U.S. dollar use to boast dinar. So nobody really wants the dinar, but then again, they want to get back to using their own currency just for bilateral as well as their own, their own interest for their own. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place. Like Texas, you've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. People, but it's just the fact that now, because of more like a dollar shortage, that's one of the big issues, but it so happens to play right in, right along the fact that most people want to get rid of dollars. So, this right here definitely is is picking up more and more. <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me at all.
1: No, no, not at all.
0: And then, let me get another one here. So here here's another little, like a week old, but it, it's, it's it's starting to get louder here in the Western Hemisphere. The the Aegean, if I'm saying that correctly, to increase local currency trades, reducing reliance on the U.S. dollar. So ten nations are already decided to hey, let's uh, dial back on using dollars and just use our own currency. So, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. there's still a
1: lot of people uh, that are in denial. I think that, I think the dollar will, uh, nothing will happen to it, but I, I disagree. I think more, well, especially if uh, this debt ceiling situation mm-hmm. doesn't resolve itself. I, I think there's still a, a lot of complacency, but like you said, it, it this time it could be different and it's going to hurt uh because a lot of these countries have been moving, trying to move away from the dollar because the U S has been using the currency as a weapon, but now they they could also move away because you can't really trust uh, the people running the currency that
0: they will pay you back. Uh, yeah. So that's the other thing. Yeah, very true. And then here's just another little headline I came across from earlier in the week. And usually the headlines speak for themselves. Of course, there's a lot of you know a lot of fluff piece in there, but because all these headlines are popping up more and more and more, it's hard for people to ignore them. Now, whether or not something comes from it immediately, who knows? But we know they're working towards something. But this is from ForeignPolicy.com. It says a BRICS currency could shake the dollar's dominance. Now, how that plays out, who knows exactly? Yeah. It won't be a smooth transition no matter what. So, I, I personally, uh,
1: I personally think uh, the BRICS countries don't want their own single currency. Mm-hmm. I think they just want to trade in their own currencies, but there'll have to be something underpinning that. And, and that's why they're buying so much gold. Uh, record yeah. gold buying uh, last year. And this year, they're still buying quite a bit of gold. Even Singapore, uh, they've increased their gold reserves by 45%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think up until April this year. And China is kept buying too.
0: Mm. now uh, i just so this is a side note is the more thoughts come to my mind and we can keep moving i got lots of articles but i was uh I, I didn't hear much about the king's coronation uh it didn't really get much airplay here they talked about it for one day and i was it got swept under the rug but i did see something about uh the typical format is that he asked i guess the world or or the citizens of uk to pledge allegiance to the king but then again he said it was confrontational so they tweaked some words in the typical statements so what was the response from what you saw in, in your negative in, in your country?
1: Well, to, to be honest, I didn't follow it. <laughs> I, <laughs> so you didn't I mean, pledge I'm, allegiance? No, no, I didn't. Know. Um,
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to uh,
1: put you on the spot like that. <laughs> oh, I mean I'm not really a British subject. Um yeah. I don't have a... I, I'm a Brazilian and Italian, and I, I, I came here with uh, in '92 when Uh, the country was still part of the EU. So I had an Italian passport and I've never, um, so um, yeah. And I think even British people, a lot of them didn't pledge allegiance. mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, if he was a good guy, maybe I would. If he was a a real sovereign looking after, uh, because we're supposed to be sovereigns. If he was like a top sovereign looking after, uh, the sovereigns the, but he, he's not he's nowhere close to being that he's just a, a figurehead really and uh, he's not really um, yeah I don't think he has that much power you know yeah, he's yeah. Been, he's been controlled as well by uh, other people
0: yeah here's a little our coordination pledge of allegiance will be changed at King's Charles request and so like beyond just being a figurehead is like the Commonwealth itself which has all the wealth That the monarchy has accumulated for centuries, i.e., predominantly stolen, but you know they still have large, large amounts of territory that I guess is a part of that Commonwealth package. So they're 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 getting they they still he got his face on currencies and coins, and so it's like that. It still signals a lot, but yeah, I I got mixed feelings towards that because I'm not pleasantly no single man. But anyway, I just thought I would get your thoughts on that because we haven't talked since then. So not even to Biden. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I would I, I and I was th- I think about this often if I was to get invited or come across him or see him. And, and I would probably I would have to control myself because I naturally <laughs> have some very harsh words because I'm not a fan of his or even even if it was Trump or Obama. Like I, I because my mind and my thought process and my research leads me to believe that they're not they're all bought and paid for puppets anyway. So I would want to ask some questions I'm sure would get me in trouble. So yeah. I would just keep my keep my mouth closed. But. Yeah, I wouldn't. I just definitely wouldn't want to shake that man's hand. But that's just me. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> or you go like that and
1: then you go like this, you know, you pretend you're going to shake his hand and go. Like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I ain't got no hair. <laughs> 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 oh, man, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. What else we got here? So, um, yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit. I want to get back to talk about metals, man. And so it, it, I, I've talked about an article the other day uh, where a Gallup poll uh, came out basically listing the top five or six asset classes that people at this current moment are deciding to shift into. And real estate was always up there at the top. But then again, it's taking a little bit of a beating as of late, but gold has kind of filled in that gap. And I'm like, people are now, now literally coming to the realization as to what real, they don't even know what real money is, but they're just thinking about flight to safety. So they're looking at gold because it's been one traditionally. And so imagine when people find out what money is, if they're able to.
1: Wow, well, yeah. It will be too late time. i mean i still i read this article and uh that you're showing there and yeah. uh, uh there's still people still hate gold and um, mm-hmm. you know poo-poo it and stuff so and and we are near all-time highs and it reminds me i think it was gandhi who said first they ignore you then they laugh at you then they fight you and then you win mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i think that's gold's story And and, uh, I've got here uh, this uh, editorial from 2004 that I cut off from the FT, Mm -hmm. you know, really denigrating gold, going, going, gold. And it says the pointlessness of holding bullion continues to sink in. So you see the FT is coming around. You know, they they ignored gold. Then they ridiculed gold. Now, I think they've been fighting gold. Yeah. And now they're kind
0: of uh now you gold is winning. <laughs> it's winning and it's still in the early phases cuz the oh, average yeah. person doesn't know yeah. what's going on. Know.
1: Like I said the uh, sentiment is still really it's not a euphoria or anything but I I'm afraid it's going to be uh in a period of fear and panic mm-hmm. and um war and stuff. It's not going to be uh because of greed, it's going to be Fear—that's the biggest uh, bull market you're going to have. Commodities, when there's fear, that's when
0: they really spike. Mm -hmm. And then at that moment, the average person going to look at that USD price, like twenty, like twenty five hundred, twenty six hundred. And I was talking to to Leo again the other day, and he was talking about if this debt default situation isn't ironed out, and it gets it gets to the point where you know they end up you know defaulting on actual the debts they owe beyond you know the internal stuff here. Then he is talking about you know seeing gold prices you know hundred by the day like hundred here hundred here hundred here, but a worst case scenario probability is like one percent two percent chance. But I'm like that's still enough to you know that to consider because if it was to you know show action like that price action like that, people more the average person wouldn't be able to go buy any. So where are they going to go? They're going to go to silver. And so yeah, we see I, silver. I, literally I, shoot. Yeah.
1: And I think uh, the dealers are probably not going to. It's going to be tough to get things because. If the prices are moving around, uh, like a uh, five dollars a day in silver and a hundred or two hundred in gold, uh, mm-hmm. if you're a dealer, it's really d- difficult to uh, hedge your exposure. So they're just gonna shut shop, and uh, mm. you won't be able to get any anything.
0: Mm, um, man, 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 is that in our future? Uh, that's, is that a part of our future? We will find out. Yeah, but. yeah (laughs) let's keep moving what else we got here so here's another topic so i'm just i'm everywhere today so i just want to get them all out here make sure we cover everything but uh what what are your thoughts of, of this story here um he's uh you know robert kennedy jr is starting to get a lot of attention he's going on a lot of podcasts you know basically announcing his presidency and he's speaking. He's so speaking truth in reference to the health situation and even going into his family history saying that the agencies were a part of you know the demise of his family members. And so it was, it's hard to read this. Is he sincere or is he controlled opposition disguised as a that second white knight on a horse coming in and save the day mm-hmm. type of person? And he's also the first presidential candidate that supports Bitcoin. So can he run on that Bitcoin ticket? And people actually say, Hey, okay. You know, we're not, we, we ne- we'll yeah. never audit the Fed. We'll never audit the Fort Knox. So we're never going to talk about gold and silver. But, oh, Bitcoin. We can just, you know, make Bitcoin. Yeah, legal yeah, tender. No. yeah. What do you think?
1: No I, I, I would um, be much happier if he had said uh, we're going to abolish the Federal Reserve and we're going to mm-hmm. abolish legal tender laws. Because that's mm-hmm. that's if you want to see a competition in the market for money and credit, That's what you need to do, because prior to the Civil War, there there were no legal tender laws. People were were using uh, gold and silver coins from all over the world in the U.S., even though you had your own gold and silver coins. And that's how it should be. Um, I I haven't listened to, uh, I don't know where he was speaking about that, but um, it's a step in the right direction, I guess. But like you said... um, Is Is it another distraction away from what we really need is like a a free market um, going back to the Constitution, which says gold and silver, you know, should be, you know, minted as money?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The Constitution never said anything about it. At Evernorth Health
0: Services, we believe costs
1: shouldn't get in the way of
0: life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Legal tender laws. To your point there. And also, I think as far as, you know, Robert Kennedy... He he, he's, he he has the family name. That's that's the, that's the, hey, that's the first thing going for him. And then his journey and his real, his willingness to speak quasi truth. He still has to bite his tongue on certain issues. He can't certain touch certain topics. So I know he would never touch anything to do with the Federal Reserve abolishing them or even considering yeah. the legal test. So he knows his limitations. I think, especially at this early phase of his uh, presidential run, because if he got yeah. too radical. He may not see. Yeah, I I think uh,
1: (laughs) you look at the presidents who went against the Federal
0: Reserve and the bankers. They didn't end up very well. Right. Right. So everybody has their limits. You know how far you can go. Like, it's unfortunate that even as, you know, alternative commentators of what's happening in the financial realm, uh, and in reference to the monetary space, you know, I even know my limits of what I can and can't say due to the fact that this particular platform, I don't own it. So I'm just it's just a vehicle to try to reach as many people as possible to wake them up about the importance of gold and silver. But then again, I know we all know there are certain things you can't talk about because, you know, the overlords, the YouTube overlords would not be too happy with this. So it's unfortunate, but that's kind of where we stand at this current moment. Um, what else? We've got some more topics here. Uh, let me keep scrolling. What else we got here? Uh let me know if you want to get to some questions as well. Yeah,
1: we're seeing someone said here that uh I assume it's RFK Jr. Cynthia Dom. Uh he's against the Second Amendment. Uh maybe I don't know. I haven't really followed too much on that.
0: Uh so yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's get let's uh let me see. Let's open up there. Let's get to some questions. It's um, minute. All right, so if you guys have thoughts, ideas, suggestions, anything, any other subjects that we haven't touched on yet, feel free to throw them in the chat and uh, we'll share our two cents on them. Or if there's any subjects we haven't touched, bring it to the forefront. Let's talk about it. Let me know if you see something out there.
1: Yeah. Faith parents saying uh, RFK Jr. won't make it. Okay. I'm not (laughs) sure if she means he won't uh, win or if he won't make it in another way. (laughs)
0: yeah yeah it could go either way that's unfortunate that's unfortunate when you yeah uh, uk financial
1: preparedness uh has a question
0: uh are you aware that though that they are considering giving preferential mortgage rates in the uk if you do not get heat pump system oh yeah oh yeah i i think i sent you that article didn't i yeah 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 let me pull up real quick i didn't have a chance yeah. to read it but what was well this I, is I gov- government
1: about. this is government interfering in the in the marketplace uh, trying to push uh, uh, this net zero agenda, and uh, yeah, they want people to replace their uh, boilers with heat pumps. They call them, but yeah. heat pumps are really expensive. So they're they're trying to entice uh, people who are who are going to buy a a property uh, and need a mortgage with a discount if they, you know, do do the right <laughs> right thing. Uh, And and I think it's just more waste of taxpayer money because in a free market, if if uh, private companies and individuals thought it was good to have this heat pump, you know, it would happen. But the fact that
0: the government has to do it is not a good sign. Well, here in in the state of New York, they are they are or have attempted to pass some type of you can't have a gas natural gas stove. And so they came out with that and I think it was a lot of pushback. So I think it I think they've dialed back off that narrative, but they're trying to do the same similar situations yeah. here with telling us what we can and can't do with our own house. So- Jeff
1: you, Jeff you has a question for me if you want to pop go it ahead. up. Uh yeah, he's asking whether I'm allowed to come to the US now. I I I guess I could go uh via Mexico and then enter as an illegal, but
0: <laughs> I, it, I can't,
1: it. yeah. Uh, over it, the Re, Rio Grande. But no, uh, I can't actually, because on May 11th, they they terminated all the COVID stuff in the U.S., but for uh, foreigners, uh, if you don't have a vaccine uh, uh, since, uh, if you don't have a vaccine certification from August uh, of last year, uh, yeah, August 2022, you can't come. So if you haven't been vaccinated after August 2022, you can't go to the u s so I can't go to the u s
0: so just I'm just so I didn't know all that, but just hearing you say that, I'm thinking like August last year that's about what eight, nine ten months ago, yeah. so if you are if you are still breathing air and not having any cardiac issues and you're probably well better off than the people yeah. who took that you you should be a good candidate, but so no. like that, that stipulation there you if you don't have your paperwork I guess, it helps, uh, uh, I guess it helps Pfizer mm, yeah. Oh man, they got they got the they're they're doing test trials right now. They ask for 50 people to volunteer in North Carolina for the influenza mm. mRNA test run. I'm thinking like I'm not sure who they mama who they right mind to sign up to be, but then mm. again, I, it's, a lot of things that surprised me at this point. Yes. Ro- anyway. Steiner is talking about George Carlin,
1: Carlin, the American Dream. I thought I think he said it was a nightmare. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> George Carlin. Oh my goodness. I, w- I wonder what type of comedy would he have now if he was still alive, boy. It would be something else. Uh says, uh, "Please explain the real estate property tax and the illusion of private property ownership." Mm. Mario, you want to touch on this? Well,
1: uh, here in the UK, we don't have a real estate property tax. We mm-hmm. have a council tax, which is um uh, basically the tax that you pay to the local council. Yeah. And and it is based on the value of your uh, of your property, but uh, it's not really a real estate tax like in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And in the U.S., there are states where you don't have real estate tax. Are you serious? I'm not. Yeah.
0: I'm, I don't know. I'm,
1: yeah. I think there are states uh, where you don't have real estate tax. But yeah, any ta- kind of taxation, uh, I think, is theft, really. So there you go. That's how I, I see it, especially real estate. Here in the U.K., uh, on your primary uh, residency, if you sell your house and you make a capital gain, there is no capital gains tax. I think in the U.S., though, you do have capital gains tax if you sell your house and you make a profit. So at least we don't have that here. But our inheritance tax, is very. the threshold is very low. So, if yeah. if you were to die and leave a million pound house, uh, your heirs would have to, uh, they would have 315,000 uh, pounds tax-free. And everything above that, like 680,000, they'd
0: pay 40% tax on that. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. So, I looked up, and so, yeah, I'm of the mindset that, you know, especially here in Michigan, like, you know, you really technically you don't really own your home just because even if it's paid for, IE mortgage wise, if you're debt free that way, because of property taxes, if you don't pay that, they come in like, they come in like that to, to take your, take your property. So that, that little charade there is what has kept people from actually being able to own property taxes. I'm of the mindset that as things get worse and as the meltdown occurs, it's going to, it's going to interfere with States. And then the municipalities, they're going to become cash strapped. They're going to attempt to raise property taxes, to try to recoup some of those losses. Cause even here in Michigan, a lot of con- counties have pension issues already, like up to this, up to their eyes and balls in debt. And so they're going to try to recoup some of those funds, buy through property taxes. And if your average person either is not working or don't have the funds, then what? So, you know, hopefully if people don't start, if people stop paying it, then they try to move away from it. But mm. I wouldn't hold my tongue on that one. So uh, what else we got here? He uh, <laughs> says, how much did King Charles pay? <laughs> For what? Uh, I don't think uh, he pays any taxes whatsoever. Oh, no, he doesn't
1: pay taxes, no. And uh, he, of course, he didn't have to pay inheritance tax on what he uh, got from the queen.
0: Man, 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 that, that right above. there, that's... He's above the law. Right, literally. And that's just to think that there's well, a family. So so like, if, yeah. if any of his kids got in trouble, cool. their affairs will be held outside of the, ju- the judicial system, huh? You I don't know.
1: It, you know, you look at Prince Andrew. He
0: he got away with, uh, well, yeah, that's right not, that on Epstein on stuff. Unfortunate so. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Um, let me see. Let's go get them thumbs up. Yeah, if, if you haven't, definitely hit the thumbs up button. Show support for the channel. Um, what else? Right, anything else on here? Michael Addo says, in the UK, we pay 2000 a year just to have the free, what does it say? Free we, free we leave it.
1: Yeah, it's There's the nothing. you know it's the it's the trash can uh, the big uh, bins out trash cans outside you know uh-huh. you uh, garbage collection that's what he yeah did. yeah yeah, yeah I mean that's how much I pay yeah just a, a little more than that I pay about twenty two twenty four hundred $2, a year council tax yeah. and but some of that goes to the uh, unfortunately to the mayor of London. Not the mayor of, uh, not the uh, Lord Mayor of the city of London, but the mayor of Greater London, who's a guy called Sadiq, uh, Sadiq Khan, mm-hmm. and uh, who's going to tax anyone who drives a diesel car uh, over a certain age, uh, 12 pounds 50 a day from August, <laughs> you know, it's crazy.
0: And, and we have to pay him uh, tax as well. Are there um, those 15-minute cities, are they running those experiments in in around in or around you, your area?
1: No, not where I am, no. Um, but uh, they. I think there are some, uh, like in Canterbury, Oxford, they're trying these 15-minute cities. Well, I, I heard, uh, have you heard of Christine Anderson? She's a member of the European Parliament. She's yeah, a German. Yeah. She's quite uh, clued up, you know. <laughs> She's and and she, call, he, she calls them fifteen-minute ghettos.
0: Really, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> I saw. I saw that. Um, because what else we got? The Queen's funeral cost. The Queen's funeral cost three hundred million pounds. Was that paid for by the British people? <laughs> yeah, mm. three hundred million pounds. And I think uh,
1: his coronation was two hundred and fifty million. So that's like uh, half a billion pounds there. Um uh, family. Ah. Why? they could they could have done the the uh, funeral and the coronation all in one, two for one. <laughs> you know, she dies, she gets buried. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices <laughs> uh, would that makes sense to me yeah but then again like then I wait you know another six months to do uh, a coronation
0: just right do it right they want to give the house. give the queen her last little give let her shine on her way yeah, out I'll you know,
1: give her half an hour and then he comes in and puts the <laughs> crown on
0: <laughs> Yeah like to to, to, to sit on uh, I guess Wego
1: uh Wego forever saying mm-hmm. something about Kennedy that I, I'd like to I'm not saying I'm pro Kennedy, but Mm -hmm. he's actually not pro climate change. He's more—he's an environmental lawyer. He has been for decades, Mm -hmm. and I think what he is against is uh, polluting pollution by you know by industry. Mm -hmm. And but he actually said that the the globalists are—they're trying to uh, use uh, the environment. Uh, for their own advantage. That's what he says. So I'm not too sure whether he's, uh, uh, you know, behind the climate change religion. I don't think he is, even though he's into the environment, which isn't a bad thing, you know, polluting
0: uh, rivers and stuff uh, yeah. is not a good thing. Yeah, I agree. And, and speaking of the that, that agenda, let me, so in, in the Netherlands, boy, they're still at it. Let me uh, bring this up real quick. It says two cows per field. (laughs) So literally, they went from not having none to just saying, hey, well, you can have two. And people, of course, are pushing back. I don't see many video footages of, you know, the farmers, you know, in the streets and spraying poop over buildings anymore. But the World Economic Forum is really pressing in. Yeah. The uh, the
1: prime minister there, Mark Ruta, he he, uh, I, I think a year or two ago. There's a young uh, MP in, in, in the Netherlands, and uh, he really got him there because uh, Mark Rutte said sent a letter to uh, Klaus Schwab thanking him for sending him the Great Reset book, uh-huh. and then Mark Rutte said, "Oh, I don't know about that," and, and then the MP said, "But you did say it," so the, he basically lied, saying he I, I don't know anything about. The Great Reset and Klaus Schwab. But he's implementing all the policies that were in that book, on that book in the Netherlands.
0: Yeah, yeah and you don't know that about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, and speaking of which, we got some issues here on the home front as well. Let me see if I can find the article. Uh, let me see. Da, 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 da. But it was an article about John Kerry uh, putting pressure on our farmers here. Here we go here. Is that John Coffinhead Kerry? <laughs> it is, guys. Yeah, they, they just recycle the same people, man, from the same boys' club. <laughs> but John Kerry targets agriculture as part of the climate. And I was reading through this, and just some of the things he talk about. Like he says, a lot of people have no clue that agriculture contributes to about 33% of all the emissions of the world. Like, since he became a damn scientist. He says, yeah. we can't get to net zero. We don't get the job done unless agriculture is front and center as a part of the solution. So all of us understand where the depths of the emission are. And so literally, they're about to I put more pressure on finished. the monitor.
1: I think they just want to starve half the world, you know, because it's going to cost a lot more to uh, feed yourself if they implement all these policies.
0: Right. And, and his, they
1: don't, they don't. his middle name is Forbes, John Forbes, Carey, And I think his the Forbes family uh, in the 1800s, they were like uh, opium dealers, you know, mm. in China. Yeah. Yeah. The, these people are all, and von der Leyen, her, American ancestors, they were slave owners as well. Look it up. I mean, all these people in charge, uh, they've been around for centuries telling us what to do and benefiting from loads of, uh, you know, dodgy
0: dealings. Yeah, so they they keep it in the family. And that's where I I even I talked about bloodlines and there are certain bloodlines that are part of certain. It's just that stuff goes deep and dark, man. Yeah, it gets dark out there uh what else we got a bracelet globe is managed by the-, <laughs>
1: the globe you mean the planet
0: yeah Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man I, I don't think they're ready for that no so it was a Patriot <laughs> missile uh, launcher uh costing one billion in ukraine shooting off 30 missiles at five million each in second two minutes cost 150 millions oh uh, man uh, that, that's the price tag but then again our government is talking about we running low on cash
1: well, yeah. No, it's more. all right.
0: We only have a problem with the debt ceiling. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What else is that everybody start growing their own food? Yep. Yeah. As as best you can. But even the even like right now in Michigan, it's a little chilly. And I read an article saying yes. that certain parts of the certain parts of the country where it's supposed to be warmer for for crop's sake, is starting to freeze all of a sudden. Like so like the temperature. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I
1: agree with uh, UK financial preparedness, preparedness, but not everyone can grow their own food. I think right. the other alternative is, you know, if you're stacking gold and silver, uh, you know, silver coins, small coins, you know, constitutional junk silver. And, and if you live near the countryside, that should help you because I'm sure farmers would rather have silver than uh, a hyperinflating paper currency
0: yeah very true uh what else we got here basically da, 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 no not many more questions we'll be about 40 minutes or so um so let's looking ahead um what's 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 on the radar coming up that's uh of course we got the fed fed meeting in, in middle of june beyond that the debt still june 6th i think is the time frame but then again it's two days three days worth of cash left or something like that so i guess Day by day, there's going to be some type of an event, so we'll find out what happens. But anything that's on the front of your mind of things to pay attention to, or that you'll be paying attention to in particular,
1: yeah, I guess the debt ceiling. Uh, I think that's the biggest one, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think they're ratcheting up as well. The um, you know the the conflict with with Russia. I think they 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 want to impose more sanctions on Russia, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and I think. Uh, I saw Zelensky's even trying to lure a uh, support from the global South. I don't think he's going to succeed. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely something going on. And I think uh, they might use a geopolitical crisis to um, distract us from the financial troubles that we have. Yeah.
0: And and, and speak. let me man, just, man, okay, I forgot one. The banking sector. Yeah. Um, well, it was, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, so this article here, just real, I want to touch on this one just because uh, Fed's Bowman backs targeted bank rules reform, but not radical change. And so I read through this article and you know they're going to put forth some, as they say here, some targeted, small, minute, nothing, nothing drastic changes to the banking regulations. And I'm thinking like, I guess if that, when that doesn't work, what will be the radical change that they're referring to? And my suspicion is that, as the banking credit issue worsens, bank confidence will continue to dwindle. People will move more capital out into either bigger banks or money markets or whatever. And the radical part will come when they start either limiting the amount that you can move with time restrictions, which is going to cause more panic if people can't above that two hundred and fifty can't you know move cash, which will create more attention on the banking sector. To yeah. where I'm like, you know, by by fall. The way things are trending right now, we can see some limitations put on how much money you can move.
1: Of Even course. That That's
0: small fries, huh?
1: Yeah. The thing is, uh, this uh, the whole banking system, the way the fractional reserve system, the fiat currency system worked. there's no regulation that can really solve anything. Um, mm-hmm. The best thing that could happen is for the whole thing to just implode. And right. we go back to no central banks, you know, no lender of last resort and banks the oldest bank in the UK is a a, a pub a private partnership it's not mm-hmm. a public bank it's been in this family for over 300 years and they uh, they're prudent because if the bank goes on their bank goes under they they lose everything mm-hmm. so i think that's the only solution really
0: yeah but at this point i think because the reset is underway whether it's you know self-inflicted or strategically been done by different, you know, competing parties, East, West, who knows. But I think it's more so about buying time, slowing things down. Like, you know, the goal is they put the cap, capital restrictions on how much people can move. Oh, they, they will, yeah. They buy time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. i I think, uh,
1: I think even the IMF was saying that or something to the effect that uh, because now they're saying, oh, we didn't realize with online banking, people could move money around so quickly. <laughs> you know, they can just freeze your online account. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah so and, it can it get real radical, radical and they and they've already here in the UK shut so many uh, branches you know like you can't really go so right. that's why you need some cash out of the bank you need
0: some you know uh, real money as well st- mm-hmm. stacked away yeah 100% 100% uh, all right we were over 40 minutes uh, man Mario, it's good to connect with you man yeah. good to connect and have some good laughs as well as stay in tune and get to get your perspective on things um Manico 64 everybody know man everybody know you know what I'm saying? but just in case somebody new coming across the channel at Manico 64 there you go <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah be back at it next week same time same place i'll be on the road but then again i'm gonna try to get back connect because i'm sure between now and then a lot of stuff will happen uh other than that everybody be blessed be safe have a great weekend if you got good weather get out and enjoy it you know hug a family member telling you i love them and uh yeah, yeah just enjoy the moment while it's still good because we are very blessed still to be able to talk and have fun, educate each other. So appreciate you guys. Enjoy your day. Shalom.